Hey, this is Brian Jump. Welcome to the SAI Million Dollar PDR Podcast. We go over actionable tips that have served my business well over the last 30 years, and hopefully they'll be beneficial to you too. Hey, it's Brian Jump. Welcome to the SAI Million Dollar PDR Podcast. How you been? Everything good? Hopefully. Hopefully everything's great. I'm going to turn this down a little bit. Just going to try. So what's happening? How's your week going so far? Having good times? Business good? Family? Food? It's all about life, baby. It's all about the life experiences, man. We can't get yesterday back, can we? Or if you can, please let me know. I'm paying. I'm bidding high for the people who can let me have yesterday back. Uh, anyway, so busy week this week. A lot of good repairs. No training. I don't think we have a student coming in for a few more weeks. We got a BMW uh, dealership that's sending a guy. And yeah, looking forward to that. Um, but yeah, other than, you know, it's funny. We ha- I don't think I've had a BMW customer excuse me, here for for several weeks. I don't know why, but yeah, who knows? Who knows? Interesting stuff. But uh, anyway, without further ado, we haven't had any really, let's go back to that. We haven't really had any cool cars lately too. It's kind of a bummer. I, I was looking around the, the studio last weekend and you know, Silverados, um, RAV4s, uh, what else? Teslas, which are just kind of like normal cars around here, you know, it's like, I don't know. I just didn't, I'm looking for some fun. I'm looking for some classic, I'm looking for some nice sports cars, some with some pizzazz, but nothing, nothing, just, just uh, Johnny come normal, you know? But anyway, we were talking about uh, avatars and, you know, a couple weeks ago and choosing the right avatar that's going to pay you the most. And there's, it's funny because there's, there's some slack going on or some flack, I should say, in the industry over the term premiumization, which is basically people charging more for a more elite customer base. Um, There's a six flags out by us and they're charging premium rates for people to get to the front of the line, you know, just a better all around service. And let's face it, that this is nothing new guys. People who have more money get more things, you know, welcome to the, the world of democracy, you know? So, um, I don't know. I'm uh, I'm not against premiumization, but I understand how it could it could cause problems uh, in in some economies. But like for us PDR guys, all right, or even or even specialized auto body, there's going to be some people who can't afford it. And I'm sure you've seen them. I've some seen some of those people. They, they come in and they want to have stuff done to their car, but they think it's twenty bucks. And let's just say, like some of my clients, my training clients. That, that said they wanted to serve the, the lower income areas, how do you survive? All of a sudden, if you 
work yourself into the lower income echelon and you serve those people, pretty soon that's all you can afford, you know? So, I don't know. I'm just, uh, I, I just think premiumizations is, is good. I think it's good for businesses at least to have tiers. You know, hey, you know what? You, you've got a 2000 Camry and you want to get that dent out, you know, we, we can do it for X amount of dollars, but, um, you know, it's just not going to be to the same level or extent or size for the, for that we're doing on some of our other, other clients who can afford to do the, the other stuff. So I don't know. It's just, I, I kind of like it. So let's, let's go through the, the definition first. So premiumization, the action of, or process of attempting to make a brand or product appeal to consumers by emphasizing its superior quality and exclusivity. Ooh, wait a minute, Brian. Wait a minute. What did you say here? I said it's a way to appeal to customers by emphasizing, aka marketing, right? Its superior quality, so quality of, of what we do over the shitty techs or auto body, and exclusivity. Well, you, you'll see uh, premiumization of bottled water, for example, like Fuji water, right? Okay, so maybe I don't want to go get the shitbox, you know, generic that's 99 cents, and I want to get that pretty bottle that was, you know, bottled at the at the base of the Alps or, you know, the Fijian Islands or some shit. You know, I don't know. But this is just what marketing is. Marketing has always done this. It, it You can serve different, you know, segments of the of the market, but when it comes to PDR, I don't know about you guys, but I need to make money, you know. And I don't, it's I don't want to. I'm not going to feel guilty for for passing on the the cheap customers who can't afford me, you know, versus the ones who can, you know. And and if it's not if like when I first started, sure, I was probably doing dents pretty cheap. And I think there's nothing wrong with people needing to get paid, and especially people, you know, new PDR techs. But if you're a 10 year tech and you're doing cheap dents. I gotta tell you, I don't know how smart that is. I just don't. Unless you're independently wealthy, you know, or you don't have anybody depending upon your income, or you just don't care about money, then okay, you know, it, it, and that's an out uh, economic outlier. You know, I mean, there's nothing wrong with it, but at the same time, I have a different strategy and a different goals. I have mouths to feed. I got re retirement funds to fill. You know, I don't want to work till I'm time, you know, eighty. You know, whatever. I mean, I just don't. So, although I might have to, who knows? Especially if I was uh, not doing premiumization and I was going cheapization. You know what? What the what the economic uh, brains are saying? They're saying by doing premiumization, businesses are gentrifying. We're basically locking out, you know, other other people who can't afford those scales. But I I don't know. I just I don't. I, what do you think? Do you guys, do you guys want to have your business serve the poor? Because what's going to happen? You're going to do stuff for cheaper. It's going to take you longer, and you're going to get paid less. And then they're probably going to complain more at the same time because they didn't feel like they got value anyway. I mean, I, I do people who sometimes can't afford what, and so is my wife. She cuts hair for people who have no business. I mean, I think there are, some of those people are on food stamps, but they will pay her the money because they they want to get that value. But if all of a sudden she says, you know, yeah, my cut and colors are 10 bucks, where, where's the value? They're not going to want to come there, even if she does great work. I mean, I'm sure there's a few people, but it's just, it's just we equate value with cost, don't we? So, anywho. So let's go through some uh, common types of premiumization. We talked about, you know, quality, 
and exclusivity, okay, and marketing that. So remember that, guys. If you want to make more in your business, emphasize your quality and how exclusive that is. And people are not, it's not an always an easy task because what do people think normally who don't have never had a dent done? They think that we push a button, we pop some bubble wrap, and out come those damn dents. And that's just couldn't be farther from the truth, could it? Okay, so rarity, number one. That's a common type of premiumization, rare. You know, if, if people think that you're not rare, you it's going to be hard for you to charge a premium. Okay, so limit your appointments. Like I talked about this in the last podcast. That is rare on the time scale. If you say, hey, look, you know what? I only have so many appointments. I'm, I'm, I'm busy. You know, people like, they, they appreciate what I do and they see value in what I do. Therefore, heretofore, I am a rare bird. You know, so yeah, I'm going to charge a little more, more money, right? Nothing wrong with that. Nothing wrong with that at all. Okay, so that's, that's uh, limiting your appointments. And then what about the craft, which is, you know, basically your quality, right? We're better than body shops. So, you sell against Bioshops, but you also would sell against other techs who are cheap, who are just aren't going to do the same level. Why would a tech spend two to three hours on a dent for a hundred bucks or seventy-five bucks when they know the value of that dent is at least three hundred dollars, three or four hundred bucks? Why? Well, either either the a let's go back. They didn't know, or they don't know how to charge more money. Or they feel guilty. I mean, I've seen some people do that. Or vice versa. They have a big dent, but they can get it out quick. And because they can get it out quick, they're committed to a lower price. Because they said, you know what? I only need to make $100 an hour. You know, if I'm making $100 an hour, I'm baller. And this dent, I know I could probably get $400 or $500 for it. But I only need to make $100. Which is such a ghetto mindset. Because unless you have a, a bank account flush of Bitcoin and gold bullion and some and such, what the hell are you thinking? I mean, yeah, you might maybe want to make $100 an hour, but you're not always going to be making $100 an hour. Sometimes you're not going to have appointments. So if you double down on that bet, maybe, just maybe, taking that four or 500 will smooth over those bumps and you're still only averaging $100 an hour that day. Yeah, I did $800 today, you know, because I did one of my $100 uh, dents and then I did one for 500 and then another couple hundreds, whatever, right? Versus saying, Oh, all I need to make is $100 an, an hour. And then at the same time, you know, you, you spread out your, your risk because of how you basically upcharge when you could. You know, that's what you do when you're, when you're in Vegas gambling. If you have a good pair of cards, you're not always going to hit big, but you want to hit big because some hands you're going to lose. It's the same thing in business, right? Some hands we're going to lose on. So we damn well better double down when we can and make the money when we can, right? So rarity, limit your appointments. Craft, you sell the fact, you uh, educate the fact that you, we have a craft. We're, we're craftsmen, and we're better than buy shops. And those of us that really, that really care about what we do, we operate at that high level, and we're high-level craftsmen. And, we're, you know, and you have to showcase, showcase your elite skills and capabilities. Bryce Kelly comes to mind. I've, I've talked about him before. He showcases it, guys. If, if he never did any YouTube videos and do, didn't do any social media, would people know? Of course, people in his area would know, but nobody outside of Orlando would know. They just wouldn't. It would take forever 
for his his um, his reputation, right? To to break boundaries and, and get out of the area. He has people that drive from out of state to come have him take care of his stuff. He's got a great reputation for being the big, big dent guy. So he's ticking all the boxes for feminization. And I, I'm I'm assuming I've seen some of the stuff, and I know I knew one or two guys that have gone to train with him. He typically charges premium prices, as he should, right? All right, another way to, to angle yourself into the premiumization mindset is customer service. And this is hard, though, guys. You can't just automatically customer service your way into a deal with that customer. But what you can do is you can take care of that customer, and what they say to their friends and family and cohorts uh, about you will get you a higher, more rare air and premiumization. So reviews and referrals will showcase this, right? You alone cannot. So it, it, you're paying it forward down the downline, right? And there's also the talk of experience. I try to make an exceptional experience. I try to be like a, a circus ringleader when people come in here. Just about, I feel like I'm almost like you know standing on a little bucket with a little whip, and, and I got my, my top hat and my long blue coat, and I got lions and all kinds of crazy animals running around here. I'm just trying to create a show for my clients. But at the end of the day, it's, it's just... It's just the, you know, I don't know. It, it's, you, the experience is kind of like the customer service. There's not really a lot you can do, all right? The, ba the base thing that you can do is, is, is get referrals and reviews, okay? And, and here's the, this is the thing that, that just chaps my high, guys. It just, it just, it washes my wart. Some dent guys think they can't get $400 for a small dent. So, and it's about changing mindsets, and it's hard. Some of these guys that, you know, they never have done it and they feel guilty and like, you know, people have complained. One, one cheap person said, oh, you, you're going to charge me $200 for a quarter size dent on my Camry? What the hell? Well, oh, that means I can't charge $400 for a small dent on a BMW, right? Or a newer Camry. Well, yeah, you can. But it's all about mindset and approach, right? You know, and then there's other dent guys. They worry about customers choosing cheaper services. And... That's always going to happen. That doesn't mean that you need to, to try to get everybody. It's just it's just the way it goes. It's just the way it goes. So, do the above, okay? Do the above where, where you're going to level up your customer service. You're going to explain people about the craft. You're going to showcase your elite capabilities and skills. Limit your appointments. Basically, show yourself that you're a rare bird. And you'll close deals just fine. You know, do you want those cheap customers? Who do you think are the biggest hassles, guys? I call it the headache factor. I don't want to deal with that. Not at all. Because if here's the thing. If you just do one to two leads a day, that will force you into thinking about lowering your prices. Man, I get... And I've been there. I've been slow sometimes. Either myself or for my, my body and, and paint guys. It's like, you know what? I better get a couple more jobs in there for these guys. Because we're kind of slow right now. And yeah, I might work the price a little bit. More than often, I'm probably not. I'm just going to just trust the process and close some customers, you know, because price, it, you just don't want to sell on price. Sell on convenience. And you know, I might not say, you know, I'm booked this week. I might say, you know, instead of having two available appointments, I have four, you know, but I'm not going to say, hey, pick a day. I'm, I got time for you any day this week. No, because then it, all, it just cheapens my, my value, my worth, right? And, I, and, it, and it's all about showing people that we are worthy. Our, there is value with what we do. Okay? 
So there it is, guys, the premiumization model. Getting more money for the same clients you've already got. And it, it's amazing, but it freaking works. And there's just, there's so many examples of it. And you're seeing more and more of this. You'll see more and more businesses. You might be thinking to yourself, man, this stuff is so expensive, da, da, da. Well, it's because these businesses are sick of screwing around with people that can't afford. And they're going after the people that have the budget. And it may not be the wealthy, but it might be the upper middle income. It might be middle income. For sure, it's not the low, the poor. They're trying to get everything they can. You know, because businesses, that's their job. We're supposed to have profits, right? So there it is. All right, guys. Thanks so much. You know what to do, all right? We have a little agreement here. You listen, you enjoy, you get some benefit out of it, hopefully, and you reciprocate by rating and reviewing the podcast and, you know, letting grandmas know about it and all that. Sharing it. Put it on your social media, whatever. I appreciate it. And then give me input. I would always love to hear from you guys. Tell me what's going on. What's going on with your business? How? What's, what's good? What's bad? What's sideways? You know, how this podcast has helped you or, or how this podcast should or could help you but isn't. You know, I want to hear it all. Good, bad, the ugly, whatever, man. I love you guys. I appreciate yours. I appreciate you, uh, the feedback and everything. So that's it. Have yourself a great, great day. And I'll catch you on the next SAI Millions Upon Millions of Dollars PDR Podcast. Bye-bye for now.